Welcome to McCullough Christian Center's broadcast today. If you would like more information about our church, please visit our website at www.purposemcc.com. Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, in the name that's above every other name, hallelujah, the name of Jesus. Father, this morning, Father, as a body of believers, God, it's already been said, Lord, that your word says in Isaiah 54, Father, that no weapon formed against us would prosper. And Father, we know this morning, God, that the enemy's gonna form weapons. God, we know this morning that weapons are going to arise, but Father, you said they shall not prosper. So Father, this morning in the name of Jesus, we in the spirit realm this morning draw a line around our community. We draw a line around our families. We draw a line around our homes. We draw a line around our children. We draw a line around our elderly, our grandparents. We draw a line this morning in the name of Jesus. Father, you are God this morning. And Father, today, Lord, Father, we thank you today, God, that greater is he that is in us than he that is in this world. Listen, Pastor T. Fry just came just a few minutes ago and said the Lord had given her a word about it's time to put on the shield of faith. And that goes along with what I had this morning in Ephesians chapter 6. Having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, having your head covered with the gospel, your feet shod with the preparation of, of peace. So it's not a time for the church to hide. It's not a time for us to hide, but it's a time for us to rise up and be a light. Hallelujah. Remember, what you hear on the news, what you hear coming across the, the airwaves is the natural. But what you read out of this book is supernatural. You make a choice whether or not you're going to hear <coughs> the natural or you're going to hear the supernatural. You make a choice of whether or not you're going to walk in the flesh or you're going to walk in the spirit. I choose to walk in the spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
you, Jesus. Jesus. Come on and lift your hands and worship him this morning. <clears throat> Listen, this is not, I, I, I don't believe this morning, and, and this has been over and over in my mind today, and I shared this with the leaders. We have been fed the Word of God. We have been given scriptures and words, prophetic words, even those that just came through the gifts of the Spirit, the gift of tongues and interpretation. But guys, this is not about me and you. This is not about you getting some goosebumps this morning. This is not about you getting a little charismatic feel this morning. This is about God shaking us, letting us know that it is time for the men and women of God to arise. It's time for the church to arise. It's time for the prayer warrior to stand up. It's time for the tongue talker to stand up and quit being afraid, quit being ashamed. It's time for the gifts of the Spirit to begin to operate through the body outside of the four walls of the church. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Lord, we worship you this morning. We thank you today. We give you glory and honor in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, we could go, we could go on with this, but I just feel like uh, we're going to pick back up on this tonight.
in our time of prayer. But I want to share with you uh, something this morning while I've got you together. I want to share with you something and uh If you will, while you're <clears throat> while you're standing, I know you've been standing a while. I'm going to let you sit down, just a few minutes. Luke chapter six, if you will, turn your Bibles there. Luke chapter six, verse forty-six. Luke chapter six and verse forty-six. This is the question that Holy Spirit brought to me just uh, real early this morning because I've been praying and just asking God the direction and what we needed to say this morning. And the question came to me today, where have you laid your foundation? Where have you laid your foundation? Luke chapter 6 in verse 46, and Jesus said this, Why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which built a house and dig deep and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. But he that heareth and doeth not is like a man that without a foundation built a house upon the earth, against which the stream did beat vehemently, and immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. Thank you, Father, for the power of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. You can take your seat. Thank you so much for standing. <clears throat> Listen, I, I want to just real quickly this morning, the thing that God has dealt with me about is that there are two, and, and I use this analogy a lot, but there are two kinds of people that are here this morning. There are those that are well-equipped as Christians. You are well-equipped. You are, you are wise in the Word. You are well-equipped as a man or a woman of God. There are others that might be here this morning that you are ill-equipped. You, you have walked on the fringes. You have... Uh, maybe done just enough to ease the conscience. You pray just enough to uh, appease your conscience. Uh, you are uh, on both sides of the fence. Uh, you are not strong in your walk with God. You're not strong in your faith. And so... It is those, uh, those that I worry about. 
It is those uh, that, as a pastor, I uh, think about and pray about the most. And so I want to just share from my heart this morning, and I want to just kind of teach you something. Uh, We got the leaders together this morning. Uh, About 9.30, we met, and uh, I gave them some some things, and I want to give you just a portion of what I gave them. Uh, Everybody knows what's going on in the world now with all the the coronavirus and all that. Unfortunately, uh, the church, this church and all other churches, have been sucked into this vacuum uh, of where fear and uh, a lot of things have been uh, blown out of proportion uh, in one way and in another way this is a serious situation and and so uh, being the church being drawn into this uh, we could be adversely affected by that as a body of believers uh, if, if for some reason a person in this congregation was to test positive then it is very possible and even probable that that uh, we would have to stop having services for uh, who knows what amount of time. And so as a pastor, I want to give you uh, some plans and I want to give you some things that uh, I would rather plan and not need uh, to enact those plans than not plan and then be without a plan. So... Uh, you might say, well, Pastor, where is your faith? My faith is, is very solid. But as a pastor, I consider you my children, uh, even though some of y'all are decades older than I am. I still consider you my children, and I consider myself as a father, uh, and Judy is a mother over this house, so therefore I take very seriously when uh, these things come about, and I don't stand here today doing this uh, in a light manner. I'm very serious about it. Uh, I want you to be informed. And I want to let you know that uh, as of right now, uh, McCullough Christian Center will continue in its normal schedule. We, we don't foresee right now any cancellation of services or anything to that extent. So we will continue to have services on Sunday morning. Uh, you might need to call your neighbor when you get home because some of them didn't realize that today. But, but we're going to be having services on Sunday morning. We will be having classes on Sunday night with the exception of tonight and possibly for the next few weeks on Sunday evening. We will be gathering in here for a time of prayer and intercession for uh, for our nation and for our communities, uh, and so, but but regular uh, gatherings will be uh, going on as scheduled. We will continue to have school of ministry uh, Thursday night, uh, set free indeed 
those things will continue. In the event, and uh, whoever's upstairs there, if you can put that uh, text number back up on the screen, please, there you go. Thank you so much. Just keep it up there for me. In the event that something does happen out of the ordinary, that uh, we are not able to gather as a body on Sunday morning or something like that, in the event of that, it is, it is extremely important for you to uh, know uh, how to contact us and how that we can stay connected. It is when something like that happens, uh, we will be connected by social media. All right? So this number that's up here now, text WELCOME to 2515. 257-7661. When you text the word welcome to that number, that puts you in our database. In other words, it, it allows us that we can contact you. We can give you information. Uh, we have your contact information. So if we don't have your contact information, text that number now. That's the only time in service I'm going to let you uh, have the freedom to text, okay? Uh, so uh, that number's up there. You can text that, and, and that will put you in our database. If something happens, we will be doing live feeds over Facebook and other uh, website and using our social media on Sunday mornings to get the word, a message out uh, to preach or whatever. So I'm just sharing that with you. Uh, that way, if something happens, McCullough Christian Center won't skip a beat. You'll be able to get, get a, a message of encouragement. We've talked to your uh, youth pastors, your kids' pastors, uh, your college and career pastors. They already know this, so, so we're just giving you this information, okay? All right? Uh, and and uh, lastly, and I'm going to move on. Listen, be wise. The medical profession has already told us what we need to do in order to protect ourselves, so be wise. Follow what they're telling you. Wash your hands and stuff like that. Uh, and use your own best judgment. And walk in faith and pray and believe that God's going to do what you're not able to do. Amen? So I wanted to share that with you this morning, uh, and, and I think if you have any questions or anything like that, feel free to email me or text me or anybody else in the church. They can help you uh, with any questions you might have. The main thing is we wanted to set it up that we would be able to stay in contact with you uh, as well as you could stay in contact with us in the event of something happen. See, the thing about this is this is a unique battle that many people were not prepared to fight because this battle separates you from everybody else. So uh, it's important for us to understand the need uh, to get set up to be able to use social media to stay together. Amen? Jesus said in Luke chapter 6, He gave the the story 
He said, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do the things which I say? And he said this, he said, those who come to me and hear my sayings and do them, I will show you to whom he is like. Listen, in times like this, people are running in fear. And, and, uh, but we, as Christians, should know and should understand that God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and the soundness of mind. You see, the, the, the fact is this. That if we understand that God didn't give me a spirit of fear, but he gave me one of power and of love and the soundness of mind, it requires me to step out of the natural realm and begin to live and walk in the supernatural realm. That is the reason that Jesus said this. He said, whosoever comes to me and hears my saying." And does them, he said, I will show you to whom he is like. So in the midst of the storm and in the midst of the battle, and I want you to notice something here. And I want you to get this in your spirit. That there were two kinds of men or people in this story. There was one who built on a rock. There was one who did not build on a rock. But I want you to catch this. Both of them experienced a storm. Both of them had to go through a storm. I want to say it again. Both of these individuals had to go through a storm. The Bible says that the first one in verse 48, it talks about that when the flood arose and when the stream beat violently upon the house, that it could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. And in verse 49, he talks about the one who did not hear who did not hear and did not do what the master was saying, says that in that, that uh, the stream beat violently on this house. In other words, the floods came and the storm came and beat violently upon that house. The difference is that one house stood and another house fell. You see, it is one thing when I say I believe in God, but go on and live my life as if I don't believe in God. It is another thing when I say I believe in God and I follow what the Word of God says. It is important, ladies and gentlemen, to understand this morning that many times we don't need God until we find ourselves in the middle of a storm. We don't need God until we find ourselves in the middle of a battle. 
So it is important this morning for you to be able to answer this question, sir or ma'am, where have you laid your foundation? I don't care about and neither does God care where you got your name on a roll book somewhere. God is not concerned about what church you were baptized in. But what God is concerned about is that you're hearing his word and you're doing his word. So James said, It is not the hearers of the word that will overcome, but it is the doers of the word that will overcome. When things like this come, when storms like this arise, it is always a, a clear indicator of those who are not only hearing, but they're willing to do what God says. Listen, the greatest blessing will come when we do what God said. Why You say, well, pastor, I don't understand how to accomplish that. It is simple. You simply read the Word of God, and you declare the Word of God over your life, and you walk in what the Word of God says. You're not walking according to what CNN is saying. You're not walking according to what MSNBC is saying, but you're walking according to the Word of God. Notice this. Jesus said, those that, that hear my word and do it, he said, I'll show you what he's like. He's like a man that built his house and dug deep. Listen, there's a key there, ladies and gentlemen. It lets us know that Jesus was not talking about a surface relationship. He was not talking about just a surface uh, encounter with God. He was not talking about just happen in on Sunday morning or every once in a while and, and have this uh, happenstance relationship with God. But Jesus was talking about a man that, that heard the word of God and he dug down deep. Listen, in times like this, when fear will arise in your spirit, it is important that you have dug down deep in the word of God, that you don't just have, uh, uh, listen, everybody, can quote John 3.16 but there are very few people that really know what that scripture is talking about. Everybody can say uh, I am more than a conqueror through Christ but listen you're only more than a conqueror through Christ. And the key there is how deep have you dug in your relationship with God. There are people that look at me or, or you might look at somebody else and you might say they're a little bit radical. I used to look at my dad and my mom and I, I would tell them, y'all are radical. Y'all don't have to do all of that. You don't have to uh, act like that. You don't have to pray all the time. You don't have to speak in tongues. You don't have to do that. Uh, you could have this in the house or you could dress like that. You don't have to go to the extremes that you uh, are going to. But it was an amazing thing that every time the storm came into my life, I, I didn't go uh, to those that didn't do that. I went to those that were radical. 
I went to those like my mom and dad that I knew they had something that I at that time did not have and it was a relationship of where they had dug down deep. They were founded on something that was solid that it didn't matter what the news said. It didn't matter what the outlook was but because they had dug down deep there was something there that I could anchor my life to. So we're living in a generation today of people that have a surface relationship with God. But listen, Jesus said he built his house and he dug down deep. Several months ago, uh, I was walking through our house and I noticed a soft spot in our kitchen floor. And the first thought that crossed my mind, well, it's, it's nothing serious, anything like that. And so I went on. Uh, several weeks later, I noticed that that soft spot had gotten bigger. And uh, so I told Judy, I said, you know, I'm going to have to do something about this. And, and, and I procrastinated a few more weeks. And, and I noticed in another part of the house, there was another soft spot. And so finally I, I said, you know what, I've got to get under the house and look and, and see what's going on under the house. I opened the entryway to go under the house, and when I, I got up under the house, what I saw caused cold chills to just run all over me. Fear just jumped right between my shoulders because the whole bottom part of our house was covered with mold. And I got to looking and got to investigating and I discovered that three quarters of the flooring under our house was rotting and deteriorating. I noticed that even some of the floor joists had already busted and broken. And it was a mold uh, or, or a, a uh, moisture issue that happened due to the design of the house that allowed moisture to get under the house and stay there. And it had caused rot and deterioration and mold under the house. I crawled out from under the house and when I, when I got out on, from under the house, I sat on the ground and fear was just over and over in me that, that we were going to lose our house because of the mold and we were going to lose our house because of the, de the, the deterioration and all of that. And, and I sat there and, and I worried about it and I stressed about it and I got up and went in the house and told Judy. And, and so uh, I worried about it and I stressed about it. And I said, what in the world are we going to do and, and because I, I know uh, that, that we were looking at, at, at $40,000 or more to, to fix what had already been messed up and in, with my bank account, that's a big deal. And so I worried and I stressed and, and walked around the house molly grubbing and all of that. And, and I know some of y'all say, well, you just should have had faith to believe. I should have. 
Sometimes you get hit with things that will shake the very foundation of your life. And I worried and I stressed about it. And we spent several thousand dollars getting rid of the mold from under the house. And still uh, having to, to deal with the rest of it. But I worried about it and, and I, was, I was walking around the house one day and I said, God, I don't know what we're going to do about this. I don't, I'm, I've, we, you have blessed us with this home. It is paid for. We don't owe anything on it. And, and you have blessed us with this house. And, and now it seems like that, that the very things that, that you said in your word would not come nigh our dwelling or happening in my house. I don't understand this, God. And, and I'm looking to you. And, and immediately the Holy Spirit spoke to me and he said, How is your foundation? And I said, there is nothing wrong with the foundation. And the Lord spoke back to me and he said, as long as the foundation is secure, he said, everything else will work out because you've got a solid foundation. In other words, God said the foundation is secure. He said the things that are on top of it uh, can be replaced and I will bless you in that, but make sure of your foundation. And so I stand here this morning and I say to you today that you don't ever know when the storm is going to come and you do not know in what uh, area or what uh, kind of storm is going to come. But the most important thing that you can know today is what kind of foundation have you laid. Jesus said this man laid his foundation upon a rock. And the storm came, but he said that it could not shake it, for it was founded upon the rock. But the one who heard and did not do built a like house. The same storm same flood, the same wind came. It shook that house and it fell. See, I don't know what's going on in our world, but I can tell you this, that Jesus is coming soon. I can tell you this, that we need to recognize that this could possibly be a pre-drill for something greater that's coming. And listen, if we don't recognize today that God has given us the anointing, He has given us the power to deal with any kind of wind or storm that comes our way, God is warning us to rise up as the body of Christ and as the body of believers. So, Arm yourself being assured of where you stand and what you are standing on 
and who you are standing with. All right. Some of you, you might say this morning, Pastor, that's elementary. Well, if you think it's elementary, then I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to those who don't know where they're standing this morning. I'm talking to those this morning that have the potential of being shook by the storm that comes your way. I'm talking to the one this morning that you've been on the fence and you've played games with God and even right now you're standing there and there's a fear in you because you really don't know where you stand in your relationship with God. I'm telling you this morning that when you go into a storm, be assured of where you are standing. Be assured of of what you are standing on and be assured of who you are standing with. And I'm going to close with this. In Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18, He said, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand or to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. Notice what he said. Put on the whole armor of God that you can stand. And then he describes the nature of our warfare. He describes the nature of our battle. Listen, the nature of our warfare is not coronavirus. The nature of our warfare is the powers and the principalities of evil and the rulers of the darkness of this world. So how do we deal with those things? Verse 13, he said, Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God. Notice he uses that whole armor several times in this passage of Scripture. That you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all, to stand, stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, and above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. I believe that this armor represents the very thing that kept the house that was built upon the rock 
from falling. When we bring it into our own lives, there is no way for us to build a house on a solid rock without understanding the power of this armor and having ourselves girt about with truth every day, every hour of every day. Would you stand with me, please? Two men, two houses, two storms, two floods. but with different results. So here's the thing, guys. The storm's going to come. Doesn't matter where you build your house, storms are going to come. going to happen. Wind's going to blow in your life. Rain's going to fall on you. There's going to be times that you feel like the flood is going to wash you away. But the key is, where have you laid your foundation? What have you built on? And what are you standing on this morning? Paul said this, there is no other foundation that can be laid than that which is laid in Jesus Christ. I'm going to ask our musicians to come real quickly and because I want to... I want to give you an opportunity this morning. I don't know where you stand. Only you can know that. Only you can say, Pastor, I've built on a solid rock. Only you know that. Only you know this morning of whether or not you have built things on sand, a sandy place that will not stand, that will not Stand the wind and the flood. But I want to give you an opportunity this morning. To make sure where you stand. See I want to know where I stand. Not only for myself but I want to know where I stand because of my wife. I want to know where I stand because of my daughters my grandchildren, and my sons. I want to know where I stand. I want to know that I'm standing on something that's solid enough that I can hold them up as well. So this morning, just with some music, I want to open the altar up. And I want to give you an invitation this morning just to, just to solidify this is where I stand. I'm standing on a solid rock. Maybe you need to reach over and get your spouse by the hand and say, hey, let's go down and just reaffirm the fact that where we're standing. I want to make sure that we're standing on the right place. I want to make sure 
that we're standing together. So as, as they play this morning, I'll just give you an opportunity to come. Step out. This is a step of faith. This is a declaration of faith that I'm declaring today. This is where I stand. And this is what I'm standing on. an old song that we used to sing years ago that talks about on Christ the solid rock I stand all other ground is sinking sand Christ is the solid rock See, I don't know what tomorrow might bring. But I want to prepare myself today that should the storm come tomorrow, that I can stand and know where I'm standing and know who I'm standing with and that I can fight, I can war on behalf of whatever storm comes my way that I can fight the battle knowing who my God is. Father, this morning, Lord, I thank you for those that have gathered here today, those that have come this morning. God, that have made that statement of faith, that declaration of faith that I know who I'm standing on. I know that Christ is the foundation of my life. I know that the relationship with Jesus Christ is the foundation of my life. And so they've come this morning and they stand before you today. God declaring today that that though the wind might come and though the storm might blow and though the flood might come Lord that they are standing on a solid foundation with you 
So, Lord, this morning, I thank you today, Father, that, God, as they stand here this morning, that you are arming us up with your word. You are arming us up, Father. And, God, this morning, Lord, we declare this morning that we don't wrestle with flesh and blood. We declare this morning that even the battles that that are going on right now are not battles with flesh and blood. But, Father, we know this morning that the battles that we're fighting today are against principalities and powers and against the rulers of the darkness of this world and against the spiritual wickedness in high places. So, Father, this morning we come, Lord, as a body of believers today, and we stand this morning, God, desiring today that you would arm us up with your word. Arm us up, Father, with faith. Arm us up, God, today with salvation. Arm us up today with truth, the breastplate of righteousness, Father. God, the shield of faith, Father, that we can quench all the fiery darts, Lord, that the wicked might fire at us. God, we quench them today by faith. We quench those fiery darts this morning by faith, God. And in the name of Jesus, Father, thank you today. Thank you that you love us enough, that you care for us enough to give us the opportunity today to stand in this place and to know that we've been armed up. Know that we are carrying the shield of faith, Father, and that we have the power over every fiery dart of the wicked. Father, in the name of Jesus this morning, Father, God, today, Lord, let us wield the sword of the Spirit as trained warriors. Lord, let us us carry the shield of faith, Father, and the sword of the Spirit, Lord. God, not as scared soldiers, Father, that are ready to go AWOL, but, Father, we carry it today as trained and skilled soldiers in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise in the name of Jesus. We give you honor in Jesus' name. Now listen, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, I've heard your word, and I believe your word. So Father, today, I choose to dig down deep and establish my life on the rock, Christ Jesus. I thank you this morning that my house will not be shaken. No matter what comes my way, I am assured, I am confident in this one thing that he that keepeth me is almighty God. You are Savior, Redeemer, Deliverer, and Healer. And so thank you this morning that I am assured of a solid foundation. In Jesus' name, amen.